My God, it, it, it's pure mad. There's some kind of hypnotic effect in the Rani. It seems to be progressive. They're, they drive one another madder and madder in, in this desire to uh, enjoy themselves. It's some kind of a, it's like some kind of a pagan festival, in fact. Well, everyone belonged to me, went in the Rani. My father, the Lord to mercy. Every one of my brothers, every one of myself went through hedges and ditches and briars and everything else. Christmas was now the daughter on, you know. The year of the foot mold. We were all dead in the parish. We hadn't even though Christmas should be holy. There was the run and the run that made Christmas for us. Always. And if your treat be of the best, I hope in heaven your soul will rest. And if your treat be of the small, it won't agree with the boys at all. Ten pounds, twelve pounds, anything, money don't matter. We're collecting for weeks before, every shilling, every ten pence, everything, for the younger ones. And three or four, twenty uh, or thirty pence for the younger batches. You'd give the bigger ones at least one fifty. The good ones, with the good music. Still, the tradition is living on and living on healthy. And uh, it is a great form of country enjoyment. Especially here around this country, in West Limerick and North Kerry and that way around. About any other part of the country in St. Stephen's Day, I wouldn't know. The customs and rituals surrounding the rain on St. Stephen's Day are of great antiquity. Modern scholarship holds that the rain cult reached the British Isles during the Bronze Age, brought by megalithic tomb builders from the Mediterranean region. And contrary to popular belief, it came to Ireland from England. The bird was hunted in England and Wales in the last century, and the rain procession still survives in the Isle of Man on a small scale. We also have detailed written accounts of rain ritual in France. Ireland, however, is the only country where the tradition survives in strength. Except for the northern part of Ulster, the rain hunt and procession was known throughout all of Ireland at one time. Nowadays, of course, they no longer kill the bird. It is 20 years since a rain was killed in Mount Collins. One could well ask, why such a tiny bird should incur such enmity at this particular time of the year? And the multiplicity and inconsistency of the explanations indicate that we are dealing with a ceremonial of great antiquity, the origin of which has been forgotten. There are stories of wrens warning Danes, Willamites and Cromwellians against attacking Irish. Another story says that a wren awakened a sleeping jailer when St Stephen was about to escape. Probably the most popular one is that our Lord was betrayed by the bird when hiding in the garden. Then St. Molling is supposed to have cursed the wren for eating his pet fly. The bird may have had some status under the old paganism which incurred the enmity of the new Christianity. We do not know. It is important to note that the ritual does take place around the time of the winter solstice to which a great number of rites are attached, having as their purpose the banishment of evil. 
and there is much to suggest that the wren killing was sacrificial. Accounts of the ritual from different countries have a general similarity about them. The bird was exhibited dead or alive in a cage and there was a procession. However, the particulars vary from place to place. The custom in Mount Collins has its own background. Larry Begley. Well, as far as we can find out, the rain has gone back to the time of the Geraldines around this area. Whether it was there before that or not, you know, we don't know which. But certainly it is there since that time. And it has changed, of course, down through the years. You know, the custom itself has changed. The clothes have changed. The different kinds of music have changed. Even the dances have changed. Uh, well, my grandfather often told me that uh, 75 or 80 years ago, that when they went in the rand, they collected no money at all. They went around that end. The idea was to take a look to the houses, and that's why the rand boys got a great reception wherever they went. And uh, it was, they didn't mind whether they got money or food or if they got nothing. And they had a verse to prove that, and the verse was, we come not to your door to beg not to borrow. We come to your door to take away all sorrow. And when they were finished at night, and it was usually at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, because they made sure that they did have a house in the parish. And the last house they came to, they always buried the rain outside the door of the last house. And that was supposed to be a very lucky sign for that house for the rest of the year. Mount Collins is situated in hill country, in the most westerly pocket of County Limerick. The village, straggling along the banks of the field, has three pubs, six shops, a post office, dance hall and church. Across the river field is Kerry, and the Cork border is a mile away. Rinbys have tramped the Boharines and mountain passes of this area for generations and generations. Groups, big and small, young and old, dressed in long trailing dresses, pyjama tops, coats turned inside out, their faces masked or painted with lipstick or polish, have gone from house to house playing music and collecting money. The burlesque element should not be dismissed as ludicrous. It merely indicates a forgotten ritual, and like the holly and the ivy, is an indication of great antiquity. The groups are called batches locally, and are made up of boys and girls. On reaching puberty, the young adolescents are allowed to travel with the big batch, and this is a big day. It is 20 years since they have killed the bird locally, and 10 years since they hunted him. They no longer even carry the holly bush, on which it was customary to hang the dead wren. This year, we went out on Christmas night, the traditional night, to look for the bird. No one has hunted the wren here for about 10 years, it's a, because... As you can see, there are only two attached houses in the parish, and we're at one of them now, so we might as well give a try for one anyway. I'd say we won't get one, but we'll try it. We'll shine it up there now. Look, that looks like a good place. Yeah. There's nothing in here, it's a... Yes, the, the little hole there under yeah. the roof. Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, there's nothing flying out of it anyway. Yeah. He'd be gone out long ago now with the light if he was he inside would, it. I suppose, yeah. We'll try this one here. Look, there's one on here. Right. Just a small little bit. Well, we'll just we'll just uh, see this this one here now to see if there's any anything anything we'll happening try. here. Yeah, this hole. Shine up the torch there yeah, now. Yeah. In there now. Watch, there's one here. Hold on. He's gone. Look, he's uh, he's only in it. He's not in it at all. He's now got us. There might be more in there. We'll try it again. Well, up here now. Can't see a thing. 
there are holes in here, but they must have the rins must have known the rins day was coming. They're all gone. We're going to have no rind this year anyway. It's a Mount Collins at 10 a.m. on St. Stephen's Day, 1975. Well, uh, where, where, where did we should go first, Pats? Will you go to the rock? Oh, the lower road, we'll do the hill. At any cost. Lower road, and up for the hill. Would it be worth it, bud? Oh, yeah. There's a share of houses there, along better houses closer than that together. We don't want going through the country for a night house here and there. Yeah. You know, yeah. we want to meet and we do a mine. It's always a good spot. Mm-hmm. Mine is uh, it's always yeah, it's pretty good over there, yeah. They seem to appreciate their own ways around that country. Mine is better where we can't walk there. Oh, no, no. The only thing is, uh, after doing Rock Chapel, uh, probably around 6 o'clock, I'd say. It's, it's a bit early for the pubs. And uh, if you go to Brosna, uh, you won't have any pubs there. You if you won't have any pubs, uh, you with a crowd in them anyway. But there must be, yeah, there there must be much delays at the same time. You know, in these pubs. Well, anyway, after after uh, after uh, Rock Chapel, we'll do Boston. Yeah. Or will we go to Abbey Field? No. Said, and then do Boston before we do Mount Collins. Mm-hmm. I reckon Boston should be Bruce 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 and Mon Ca- no, Mon Collins Mon last. Mon last. We'll, have, we'll have to finish up Mon Collins. You're not going to the village or... Oh, no. no. We'll have to be last. No. Yeah. We'll finish up Mon Collins. I must get my hat on. Right. No, I think we need a bit of holly in your hat. A bit of holly? A bit of holly, yeah. yeah. You haven't got any berries on it? No. No, oh, you have got a few here, yeah. Right. And your dress? Oh, that's belong to the old girl. Right. No, there's the dress up in uh, long dresses and skirts and coats turned inside out and their faces all blackened and all that. But uh, long ago, this dress has changed since because of the moonlighters. And originally, the rainbows wore a long cloak and a hood with the slits cut out for the eyes and for the mouth. But the moonlighters took over this kind of dress and it fell out of favour with the rainbows, and that's how they changed to the present style. And uh, as well as that, they used, they used a soot to dye their faces, but they also used a, a kind of a mushroom called the, the in-cap mushroom. It's a kind of a black one. And that was used around here, that time, by the weavers for dyeing the clothes which they were making at the time. But nowadays it's all pin- pencils and different kinds of paints and lipstick that they use. I don't think Terry has enough on here at all. I think everybody will know him. We must get a bit of black for his face. <laughs> right, a bit of black cork. Oh, Billy's got the cork here. Yeah, Fine. And have we got any polish? No, no the We must put a, a bit of a tash in him. Right. Elizabeth, have you got any lipstick for him? No. We just want a bit of lipstick. A bit of rouge. This is my way of calling me when I go home. <laughs> Right. 
No, I think that's the way I hope we won't burn in now. Right. Doesn't feel too hot. Oh no, it's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Says Stephen's day he was cutting the furs Up with the kittle and down with the pan Give us a penny to bury the ran For centuries, it was always the bagpipes that they played in the ring. They were the musical instrument. But just at the start of the 19th century, the melodion came in. And this was a, a handier instrument out here for the musician because the bagpipes were homemade. They usually made them out of uh, the elder tree and the cellar tree. And it meant that they had to change the reeds very often in the bagpipes, especially when they were travelling all day from house to house. The reeds got damaged. And the melodion, there was no, there were no reeds to change, and that came in about the start of this century. And later on in the 1920s, the accordion came in. It replaced the melodion, and nowadays it's mostly the accordion. The bagpipes have a longer history as well because uh, usually they have a few sets always down the ring, but they are to warden of the approach of the ring boys to the house, so that the people will be prepared for a batch coming. And they hear the music. You can hear the music of the bagpipes half a mile away from the house. And they had the boron as well, of course. It was another instrument. They used to make that around here out of the skin of the dog long ago and skins of animals. But nowadays they make them. And it's mostly out of the skin of the goat because it has a better tone altogether. And it's much superior to the dog skin. And they, they put it in lime the skin, they cure it and they stretch it over the frame of the boron. About 1912 or so, there was a man down at the end of the village in Vanny for Jimmy Varahai Quirk. He always made his own backpipes out of the elder and the salutary and he tuned them and toned them and all himself. And he was usually seen way out to hill in the evening playing the backpipes in the fine summer's evening you'd see him take it off. And he made the, the bag for the backpipes out of the skin of a dog. Usually he cured it and made the bag for the bagpipes out of that. Well, I'm about 12 miles from here, and I come here annually because it's a great event in Mount Collins, and there's a widespread lot of talent going in the run, and great spirit with the boys, and there's a batch of about 60 or 70 together, and it's very few places in Ireland that you'll see so many boys gathered together, men, women, for all ages, they seem to be in great spirit going for the day. Yeah, well, I come from Cordell, and this is my fourth time being in the run here, and I think what strikes me mostly about it is the, the hospitality and the way we're received in the local houses. And then the people, I think there's a great spirit and there are great people for the keeping the tradition. And down Norway, there are people who go out in smaller batches but they haven't got the same enthusiasm or interest in this thing at all. But um, it's a day I'd never like to miss. 
you know, and then there's always a party afterwards and this is another incentive to come and you've young and old of all ages, all out that day. And this is, they look forward to it for months beforehand. You know, and we go into the pub for a few here and there and we've got great musicians, Boran players, traditional musicians. And uh, I think it's a great thing and I hope it, it carries on into the future. Well, around the parish here, we get a great reception. People welcome us in, and they're delighted when we call and we perform our acts for them. We sometimes they might prefer a singer, so we have singers galore, so we give them a song. More people prefer music, and still we have plenty of musicians to play for them, and others prefer step dancers. And even if we meet a big kitchen, we can dance a half set or a polka set, because we're in no great hurry like that. We cudgel stout, we run the boat, the hunt for the trolley. We search for birds in every bush, from Lithrop to Dunin. We jumped for joy beneath the sky. Life had no print or plan, and we poisoned bodden shrouded a hunting for the ram. Well, my reasons for for not uh, allowing rin boys into my house is uh, uh, mainly I've spent quite a lot of money on doing up my house. And uh, I don't like them coming in. Their shoes are all mucky, especially yesterday with rain and all that. And um, they just all crowd in. The place isn't that fantastically big. That's one of my reasons. Secondly, I don't agree with it in principle because I think Christmas is for the family. And everybody should stay in their own homes. And uh, uh, I like to be with my family. I like my family around me for Christmas. And I don't like, in, in more or less, it's one time of the year, I don't like intruders. And on top of that, uh, I don't believe with it in principle because of what the money is being spent on. They have these uh, rendances, of course, you know, and they go on until early hours of the morning and they're drinking sessions, basically. There's a certain amount of food at them and that, but it's basically drinking sessions. And there's a fantastic amount of money. They collect a lot of money at um, collecting in the RAN and uh, the money is, is, is spent on drink. Then, as well as that, it can cost quite a lot if you keep your door open all day, especially around here where you have maybe 50 batches of rin boys, varying from children of six and seven years of age to men in their 40s. And it can cost quite a lot because this day and age you can't hand anybody less than 10 pence and the big batches are 50 a pound even. I'm quite sure they'd be delighted with more if they got it. But it can cost quite a lot. It can go into maybe 10 Pounds, and, and that wouldn't be terribly extravagant if you were to give them all something. And you can't open the door to one without opening it to them all, so the easiest way is just keep the door closed altogether.
Welcome. You're all welcome, boys. Thank you, Jack. Yes, come on, Ulit, you would hear music and dance. Music, Irish music, traditional. It's all I do for it. And I'm a good dancer. Good old song. Some of them, the youngsters, sing the songs. The other one will play. And then, of course, our local group, nearly opposite the bagpipes, which you'll hear a mile off when they're coming towards the house. And that really makes that, and of course, the bagpipes. of their call, a good batch of good music, a good step dancing. Just keeping up the tradition of Christmas of a week, of an Irish Christmas. The first thing that you would look for is to see them and to see that they'd be well dressed and uh, they'd have good music, a good step dancer, most of them, and a good boron player. And it is nice to hear them, and it is nice for their call, and it is nice to see a big batch. Something to better than answer, Mr. Lane. Right, Mr. Lane. Happy New Year to you. Mrs. Lane. Happy New Year to you. Happy shut off to you, Jim. All donations greatly received. <laughs> Happy New Year, June. Thank you. Good luck to you all, lads. Happy New Year to you all. Get 
Usually you'll find more gir uh, more men than girls anyway. I don't really know why, and they need more women because I think it's the girls that do the dancing, and it's always left up to the girls anyway to do any bit of dancing. And um, maybe there aren't that many girls around. You don't find as many girls around here as you would boys. How about the walking? Do you find it a little bit uh, tiring? Not at all, no. It's dancing that tires me out more than the walking. But once you keep going, you're all right. If you stop at all, that's the end. You begin to stiffen up. Why do you go out? Because I enjoy it. I think it's about the best day of sport anybody could ever have. And I go out every year. I've gone out the past ten years anyway, I'd say. I enjoy it. It isn't for the money, really. It's for the enjoyment. You get great achievement in it, going to house dancing and people ask you to do more. And I think you get to know people as Yes. Well. And then you, you get to go into houses and people give you something to eat. And it's really it's fantastic, that's all. Pop the merry buttons! The lads outside the parish wouldn't give them that much in that funny woman who liked to move would put strangers especially the lads with the motor cars I don't care about them at all they should walk traditionally they're on is on foot through hedges and ditches like we did ourselves the lads with the motor cars I, I don't have a terrible welcome at all for if they have good music right or a good answer but otherwise I don't care that much at all for they aren't the real traditional run by at all com that, that's commercial the, the man that'll go around with the car. He ain't going out for the love of the rain at all. What is the the advantage, say, of going to a pub, doing a pub? Well... Well, you're going to have a crowd in a pub, especially since Stephen's night, and especially since they started to use cars. They uh, go to the towns and to the pubs, you know, in the towns, and then um, people tend to be very generous, of course, since Stephen's night, once they're in the pub for a few hours. And you just play them a bit of music, and you do, you get a lot of money from the pubs, just like that. And... Um, it's a kind of fishy really because they just they kind of come into the pubs and you'll have some of the boys kind of they're fond of a drop of drink and you know, it's kind of a job to get them out again and um, and they're kind of getting the ordinary houses you know and they, they, there isn't that much of a spirit in the pub because uh, there isn't room and you're going to have people pushing and shopping and it was better in the houses because there was room to dance and you had the hospitality you know the people and it's just less personal altogether in here you know, a place like this. Yeah, you, you think some of the boys are inclined to drink too oh, much yeah, the you know, once they come in, you have to, you know, go around and get them all out again. And you tend to leave one or two behind in every pub, and after about three or four, there's, you know, the batch has really gone down and up and that. Something to bury the land, Judge. Thank you. Come on, come on. Hey? Is there any in my pocket in my throat? Come on. 
Это где вы My grandfather often told me that uh, 75 or 80 years ago, that when they went in the rand, they collected no money at all. They went around that end. The idea was to take a look to the houses, and that's why the rand boys got a great reception wherever they went. And uh, it was, they didn't mind whether they got money or food or if they got nothing. Do they annoy your customers in any way? Oh, not in the least. The customers love to see them coming in. Oh, I just love to see them coming. And uh, it makes it again. I, that's just it. One, one big night in the year. And all the, the, the batches from all the surrounding areas turn up and we know, usually we know them. We recognise them through the masks and we enjoy finding out who they are underneath the, the disguise. And we get quite a kick out of it. We'd cudgel stout, we'd run the boat, the hunt for the trolley. We search for birds in every bush, from Lithrop to Dunin. We jumped for joy beneath the sky. Life had no print or plan, and we poisoned bodies a hunting for the ram. Well, uh, today was successful from one point of view. That was money. We, I think we made well over £200. We should have a good night out of that. Plenty of heat and plenty of booze. But uh, I think it was a disastrous day in some ways as well. Because, uh, first of all, we had too many in the batch. We had a lot of taggers along who didn't perform. As well as that, from we went to the town of Abbeyfield, the pubs were half empty because we went too early in the evening. And besides this, some of them stayed inside in the pub and we couldn't get them out. And they had drinks in every pub and they were half sloshed by the time we went for Brosna. We got a great reception around the palace today. We never collected as much money, I'd say. And people fucked it out generously. Inflation hasn't hit Mount Collins yet. Tell me, Larry, what's going to happen at the party? Well, the party will start about 10 o'clock, I'd say, when all the rainbows will be collected. We'll have a group of musicians there to play, different musicians from the crowd who were in the ring with us, and the music will be mostly polka sets and half sets, and we'll have singers and plenty of booze, every kind of drink, wine, vodka for the women, and bottles of porter for the men. They're great for drinking the porter around here. The, it will continue all night in, break you up in the morning, maybe for mass, or something like that, around 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning. And there'll be sandwiches and ham, and uh, eatables for the women as well, biscuits and things.
But people are not interested in eating it, Renates. They're more interested in dancing and carousing and enjoying themselves. And it's only a secondary. Anyway, they have plenty of booze. They don't care about food. Where is it going to be held? The, the Renates is going to be held in a private house given by Eamon Flynn. And he has kindly given us this house for the night. It's very hard to get a house nowadays because... After a night like that, you can imagine with maybe 200 people inside this and they're half wheeled around morning. They usually knock paint off the walls and wallpaper and spill bows around the place and everything. So the house is usually in a terrible mess the following day. And it might take three or four, five or six hours to clean it up after. And the rain boys usually collect the day after in the house, all right? Maybe 10 or 15 of them and give a hand with the cleaning up. I hope there's no more damage then. The rain boys always had a night in after the rain, usually. Some some batches, humor batches, divided up the money. But usually most of the older batches had a rain night. Where they had dancing and all this, and plenty of drink, and plenty of porter, usually. Gallons of porter and half tears. And the dance they always danced was uh, the set dance. And this was uh, introduced uh, some time back, like, 150 or 200 years ago, by the night of Glynn, who... You, before that, it was different kind of step dancing they had. And he brought dancing teachers to show the locals how to do these set dances. And they were, the set was comprised of eight people, four men and four women. And if there was a variation of it, it was called a half set. Nowadays, that costume is changing in the rain as well because the set, it was a traditional set they, they danced always. But in the last four or five years, there's a new set coming in. It's, called the battering polka, where they batter on the floor. But uh, around here, it's not really a traditional to this area, like it's just introduced. The night would be the, the, the night that most young people would meet. And I can say that it was one of, the, one of these runnights. I met my wife, although she was only living a hundred yards away from me. We were neighbours, but it was the first time I met my wife at one of these runnights. night of the year. Everything goes on there. <laughs> Drinking, eating, dancing, courting, and all kinds of things, of course. We make friends there that you hadn't before. At least it was that far in, in our team. Mm. It lasts, of course, in the morning, generally. Generally, on a Saturday night, they'll come and take the goddamn ass, go home and go to bed. Then. 
Dwight, don't you? Jewish before. And of course, the main thing was to make everyone drunk. All the men, especially the man of the house. And, and the wife, too, of course, who could get her going with a drop of punch. Joiners are men who haven't been out on the ran but want to go to the party. They have to pay to get in and they often get a cold reception and are only admitted reluctantly. The reasons, though always unstated, being that handsome fellows provide unequal competition for the favours of the girls and some joiners have respectable drinking capabilities. Any chance living for the night? Oh, good, lad, oh, you'll have oh, to, no, we'll have have to in. come in. We'll have to come in, will you? No, good. How much no, is to get in here, Todd? Pound. Fifteen bob. No, no good. No, no, we've gone in. Keep out of the way. No, good. All right, we're giving the pound. You want to go in? Is that many inside that? That is a big cloud. That's fine. That'll shoot us to the ground. Have you moved the grub and plenty of drinks? That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We'll go in. We'll just cheer for the grub. Not from being from this part of the country and being from the more or less Midlands where there's a more, I suppose, a more English tradition. Uh, I wouldn't really be in a position to comment on the cultural aspects of the Renbys, but from my point of view, it seems to me it's just some kind of a method of collecting money under some kind of false pretenses so that a big body party can be held. Well, I think it's a, it's a very... Um... It's a very important ritual. It's obviously a ritual of great antiquity and it's very much a part of the tradition of this country and as such I think it's very well worthwhile preserving. It's something I wouldn't like at all to see dying and I don't think there's any question of a dying, certainly not in the Mount Collins area. And you Simon and Mary for the run. I suppose maybe that mother might probably my set that he paint and polish him. For, uh, for St. Stephen's Day. But I hope they'll actually be there on it. Wouldn't they be old enough? I suppose they won't be that old enough yet. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.